Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. Uh, this is actually going to be for three different films. Uh, both, all, all three are in the uh, same franchise, uh, but I'm going to sort of review them as a as a package. Um, and what I'm going to do, because it's Cloverfield 1, the 2008 film, Cloverfield 2, which was called 10 Cloverfield Lane, and the newest edition, which is called The Cloverfield Paradox, what I'm going to be doing in this review is because um, the Cloverfield Paradox is the newest one. I'm going to uh, do spoiler reviews for the other two, seeing as they're the older ones. Um, and then I'm going to do a spoiler-free review for the Cloverfield Paradox, and then I'll go into spoilers for that, and then go from there. So I'm going to start off with my spoiler stuff for... Um, the first and the second or first of all i'm going to talk about like the franchise in general and the, the reception and and all my kind of thoughts and feelings and stuff uh and then i'm going to talk about each film uh but basically i'm going to talk about them all together but i'm not going to spoil cloverfield paradox until i get to the end and then i'll i'll tell you when i'm going to do that and then i'll go ahead and, and do that uh so the first Cloverfield film, um, which was literally just called Cloverfield, uh, didn't have any sort of other names attached to it, uh, was released uh, 10 years ago, actually, in 2008. Um, I believe all these films are done by J.J. Abrams. Abrams, um, And it was essentially a film where uh, this guy... I can't remember any character names from the first one. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, but this guy is basically moving... I think it's to New York, away from New York. He's moving to go and work for this new company. He has... Um, like a going away party uh, and all that kind of stuff and um, it's a found footage film I remember most of it if not all of it being a found footage film um, what that means is basically it's filmed from like a handheld camera a bit like a sort of paranormal activity type thing or like a Blair Witch type film um, I'm sure there's other examples um, Hardcore Henry was another one that, that did that sort of thing um, it's essentially where the character is holding the camera instead of a like um, yeah, a director and that, or whatever, um, instead of somebody else holding the camera, and they start to hear these, um, like, the, the building starts shaking and stuff, and they start having, like, earthquakes and whatnot, and, you know, of course, everyone's like, okay, what's going on, and all that sort of stuff, um, 
And you get glimpses of, like, buildings being destroyed. Uh, I can't remember what the exact shot is of the first sighting of the monster. Because that's, that's the biggest thing in this this franchise is, like, what's this monster? Where did it come from? Which we find out um, in, in the third one. I don't think that's really a spoiler that much. Uh, or it might not even, even be that because these films are possibly in different dimensions. I'll get to all of that later. Um, but you sort of see a couple of shots of the monster and basically it turns into a monster film where these characters, because there's like, you know, this guy's friends and all that sort of stuff and they have to basically run away from this monster that's terrorising the city, you don't know what it is, you don't know why it's there, um, you don't know what it's capable of, how to kill it, etc, etc. Um, and I thought it was a, a really, really good film, uh, the first one. I thought all these all, all these three were, were really good films. Um, but it essentially goes from there, and they get to a point where uh, they're under this bridge, and the monsters found them, I think because like, the group gets a bit bigger or something, or they just they, they don't hide very well from it. And, uh, yeah, basically they, they get stuck under that bridge if you'll remember um and then the monster kills all of them possibly we don't quite get a straight answer to that which is where a sequel could come in which is what people were talking about with these other two films um and uh it, it sort of goes from there and you see the monster right at the end and it just maybe it destroys the camera we're not 100 percent sure it's a bit of a like left up to the imagination type ending uh with, with a possible sequel that could eventually come um and I say possible sequel because it seems like these three films are like in the same... They're definitely in the same franchise. A lot of Some people said, oh, like these other two films, which are 10 Cloverfield Lane and the Paradox film, the new one, are just like monster films with the Cloverfield name slapped on it. I can see where people think that might be the case, uh, but I, I wouldn't agree with that. Um, I think it's all in the same franchise, but possibly in a different dimension, and you get some explanation and answers to that in the third film. Um, I think the third... I think if you watch them in the order they came out in, the third does give you some answers, uh, especially in, in like its ending and what happens during the film and what the characters talk about and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it definitely gives you some endings, and they're absolutely connected. Um which is strange because they're in they're in possibly in different dimensions, but again I'll mention that towards to, towards the end I think, um, or or in a little while. So I thought the first film was amazing. I thought it was really good. It was this really nice new fresh franchise and stuff, um, and it uh, it set itself up very nicely for other films. Whether it would be spin-offs, prequels, sequels, it could become a big franchise, which it seems like it's going to become that because apparently there's a fourth fourth film in the franchise scheduled for uh, October which I'm very excited for um I think this one's called was the th- I don't know if the third one was supposed to be called God Particle but one of them was supposed to be um I think the third one was supposed to be or maybe the fourth but they renamed it I'm not sure why but anyway uh so that's kind of the gist of the first one. It's like a monster survival film where these characters have to survive from this monster. You don't know why it's there, what it's doing. Well, you know what it's doing. It's destroying the city. Um, but it's that that's very much the mysterious part that's left up to you to figure out, which is like, why is it there? What is it? How did it get here? What does it want? Um, 
And then 10 Cloverfield Lane, I would say, is the most different to these three. Uh, it's kind of its own self-contained uh, story, which is still connected. Uh, which is basically a film set in a bunker with John... Uh, is it John Goodman, I think his name is? Um, and these other two characters that uh, end up down there. I think he tries to, quote-unquote, like rescue them or whatever. Um, and it's essentially the case that uh, John Goodman's character... Um, it is basically hiding away from this monster because at this point the monster's out there. Um, but it's the case that at this point um, he's basically gone into this underground bunker to try and ride it out, basically. Almost like a lost season two hatch style type thing. But that was, of course, different because there was, you know, not the same situation. Um, which is smart. Like, he. He has this, but it's not. I can't remember if it's, if it's explained why he has this bunker, um, but I guess he had it in cases of emergency, which this very much is. Uh, so he uses that, and the film is basically set under in that bunker, um, and he's telling these people like I had to come under here and survive and uh, basically get away from the monster, and they they talk about the past and all that sort of stuff. Um, I. Th- think Cloverfield 2 is not the worst of them but the one that I least enjoyed the one that's least Cloverfield to me um it's only really in its ending when um the woman finally gets out of the bunker and uh you see like a glimpse of the monster so it ba- that basically tells you okay this was its own story in a way but there's still a Cloverfield monster here which Again, we're not exactly sure if it's the same as the first monster, the same place. Maybe the monster's moved, um, its location. Um, maybe uh, maybe something similar is happening here. But um, in terms of the mystery of that and all the dimension stuff, that all has me very, very interested. Um, but the, basically, the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane says, like, okay, there's still a, there's a Cloverfield monster in this in this world. Um, but you don't know which one it is, why it's here, or who it is. Uh, and you don't see as much of the monster in the, in the second one. Um, and there's also a shot towards... Because I watched this, like, 10-minute video, which was talking a bit about how these films are connected and all that kind of stuff, which was very good. Um, and, uh, towards the end when she, she's driving off in the opposite direction from the monster, obviously, you know. Um, <laughs> she's driving off in the opposite direction, and you see this ship in the background it, it, it's only when there's certain lightning strikes and you can see a light that's reflected on um where it is basically uh, basically the lightning in the scene is intentionally used to show you there's a ship in the background we don't know what that is um maybe we'll find out in another film it would be interesting if they had like the cloverfield if they have these three as different dimension films, and they all kind of get their own sequels. There's a, I don't know. There's a lot of different ideas they could pull from this franchise, um, and I'm just happy to see find out what they do next. Because they could do Cloverfield two, and then they could do the Cloverfield Paradox two. They could do Ten Cloverfield Lane two. I'm not sure how that would work, and they should call it Cloverfield Lane two. Um, I'm not sure, but. Uh, where I'm going with that is that they could have sequels to these individual films that are still in the same franchise. It's a bit like they're spin-offs of each other in a way, like you know how you know Fear the Walking Dead exists and 
you have the comics in the show, they're all in the same world, but they're different stories. I think it's going in that direction. I don't mind either way if these films completely connect, or if they don't, because as long as they still have the monster in them, and they still have the Cloverfield science theme in them, and are still in the same world, it doesn't matter fully to me if they connect, because they can connect on in different ways, like crossovers and stuff, or they could do what I just said, which is have it just in the same world, where they connect, um, again, like The Walking Dead, I'll use The Walking Dead as the example there, like The Walking Dead thing, so in terms of, um, crossovers and all that sort of stuff, there's a lot of different options that they could go with, um, and I'm very excited to see what they, what they come up with, um, like I said, apparently Cloverfield 4, whatever it's going to be called, um, is going to be out, hopefully in October, uh, of course, things can be pushed back and stuff that we've seen before. Uh, so where was I with this? Um, yeah, so Cloverfield is it's essentially the the, the basic monster film, and then um, which leaves its questions, and then Ten Cloverfield Lane is basically the under underground in the bunker kind of thing, which connects at the end and kind of connects during as well with the information that you see in that. Um, so that's all very interesting. Uh, I want to move on now to the Cloverfield Paradox and talk about um, some other things in there. So um, I haven't got to spoilers yet, so you don't need to need to uh, exit yet if you haven't seen the film. Um, so this is essentially like a space adventure thing where um, these characters have been tasked with going into space to research this particular thing. Um, to see if they can find like un- an unlimited energy supply of sorts, and you see them do a few attempts to to get this working, and it like almost breaks the ship apart at certain points. Um, I won't go too into spoilers about that, but um, yeah, basically the the failed ex- the, the experiment that they do fails a few times, and um, breaks parts of the ships because that that's sort of what happens in these space films uh, i won't go into spoilers about where that goes basically but uh um it is unsuccessful a few times at first basically um i, I don't really think that's a spoiler because it ha- the first their first attempt is quite early and i don't know what the rest of the film would have been if the first attempt was successful but uh you'll, you'll find out all about that when you watch the film uh, there's lots and lots of weird stuff that happens, um, because essentially the idea in this one is that, um, there's a certain beam that goes off at a certain point, which, um, a lot of fans have said, okay, this is what caused the monsters, um, and I'm saying monsters because there's one in each of these films, um, I don't think that's a spoiler either, because that's what connects it to Cloverfield, um, or one of the things it does anyway. Uh, again, they could all be different monsters. We don't know yet. That's one of the remaining questions. Um, I was just talking to David a minute ago, actually, because if you could tell, I had to do a little edit. Um, and I was saying to him about um, this is because JJ Abrams was the guy behind Lost, um, or one of the people anyway. You had Damon Lindelof and that sort of thing. Those people. Um, but I essentially said to him, I think that this is. Uh, film version of Lost, where Abrahams has this mysterious world now. Um, sure, it's a, it's a different situation. People aren't stuck on an island and have the mystery there, but it's, instead, instead of people being stuck on an island, it's basically now 
there's these monsters that are in the world, why are they there, what do they want, etc, etc, all the mystery that goes along with that, and whether you liked Lost or not, um, I think the mystery was very, very interesting in Lost, and I personally myself liked it, some people didn't like the ending, I think that maybe if you didn't like the ending... You should perhaps perhaps rewatch it because it's possible you didn't understand it fully or in maybe the way the director wanted you to. But anyway, um, this yeah, this is essentially lost, but in the film in film universe now, and of course different stories and stuff because um, you have the whole monster thing. Um, but there's more like science and stuff that goes into it where you've got like this beam that happens and it potentially creates like multiple dimensions and stuff um and this is where people are coming out with the dimension theories because um in the first uh cloverfield film um you see that the monster is um kind of smaller um, I'll have to go into spoilers in a minute, because otherwise I'm going to bump into them. But the monster in the second one appears to be a lot... It, sorry, the monster in the first one appears to be a lot smaller than the one in the second film, possibly. Um, and I'll talk about the comparisons to the, to the third monster in this film, because I don't want to spoil, spoil that. Uh, but some people have compared like what the different monsters look like, and how... Um, the certain timing that is off, um, because, yeah, I can't go into spoilers about that either, there's certain bits of timing that is possibly connected, but off, but could be connected, again, mystery, we have to wait and see what that's all about, um, would I recommend all these films? Absolutely, I'm very, very invested in this franchise and this universe, and I think the fingers of mystery is that sometimes you have to be patient, um, we waited 10 years for a second Cloverfield film, it didn't give us all the answers, it basically just, like, was another Cloverfield film, um, so you'll have to just wait for more answers, um, but sometimes that's the way that mystery goes, and I'm fine with that, um, I mean, heck, I waited, like, I've waited, we've all waited certain amounts of years for some things, like, uh, Final Fantasy and the next Game of Thrones book, which is, is, is which, uh, isn't even out yet, um, but it's a certain part of it where you just have to wait for your answer sometimes. Things can't be made just like that. Um, Cloverfield 4 isn't available right now, so I can't go and see the answers, answers to certain stories. And what you have to remember is they can't film, like, five of these things at once and release them all together. Um, unless they go into a TV series, and I want to discuss that in a minute as well. Um, but... Yeah, sometimes you have to have cliffhangers and you have to have, and you have to wait for stuff. Um, whether it's a good cliffhanger or a bad cliffhanger, um, the creators always have their ideas in mind, and sometimes you just have to wait because certain things might not even be created yet. Um, I've heard that Cloverfield Four has been shot, but it possibly hasn't been like edited and done production and stuff because um, you don't just film something and just put it out there. You have to do all the CG and all that kind of stuff because, you know, these films include monsters and I assume that they have a lot of stuff to do with um, with all of that. But um, I think I'm going to have to move into spoilers now for Cloverfield Paradox or the Cloverfield Paradox. If you haven't seen it yet, it's available right now on Netflix. Um, so go, go ahead and watch it. I think that the first one is on... Netflix, although you can see all three of them in various different places anyway. Um, 
So go ahead and watch all three of them. I, I would recommend that you watch them the, the order they're released. I don't think it matters too much, but just for like the sake of when they were released, I guess. Um, uh, so, so go ahead and watch those all, all three of them. I think they're very, very good. I'm very, very invested in, in this world and in this universe. So it's uh, time for spoilers for Cl The Cloverfield Paradox. Go and watch all of these films. They're very, very good. I'm very invested in the universe, as I've said. Uh, so I'm going to put some music in here, and then I will see you on the other side to talk, to talk about The Cloverfield Paradox. I can't quite speak properly today, but uh, I shall see you for the spoilers in a moment. Okay, I'm back to talk about the Cloverfield Paradox. I'm going to do spoilers, so I'm going to start now. So, I, I alluded earlier to the fact that the monsters in each films are different. Uh, and I watched Chris, Chris Duckman's um, review on YouTube, and he pointed out that um, the monster in the first film is very different to the third, specifically in height, because at the end of the Cloverfield Paradox... Um, you see uh, the, the the pod that gets shot back down to Earth, which has got the main character in it. Um, and as that goes past the clouds, the camera like tilts up slightly, it pauses for a few seconds, and then this monster like comes through the clouds. Uh, obviously, this monster is very, very, very tall, if it's tall enough to... Um, be be above the clouds and this it's like jumped really really high for some reason um i mean there's possibilities that like it saw the pod coming and maybe jumped again i'm like guessing here because there's so much mystery and stuff um but it could have like jumped up massively high because this pod is coming um i mean what's the actual reason that it sticks its head above the cloud we don't know that either um but it's a bit of a coincidence that as the pod goes down, this monster comes up. No, not a coincidence. Um, again, a, a good one. I think that's really, really cool. Um, speaking of the pod, this pod that goes through the clouds, there's a particular shot in the first film where... Um, what was I going to say? Where you can see... Uh, I think it's J. I think the main character is called Jason in the first one. I'm going to call him Jason because that's what I think his name is. Um, but there's a particular shot where he's uh, got he's got his camera and he's with his girlfriend or whoever it was. Um, I might actually do like a re-review of this. I might go back and watch the first Cloverfield film just so I can clean up some of this stuff. So I, I may do this again, um, but write it as like a re-review for the first film um just so i can sort of see it again uh plus i'm genuinely interested to do, to do that anyway um and sort of see how the first and third one connects because i think they're the, the two that connect more than uh, out of the three of these um and just sort of see some of the stuff that, that's in it but anyway there's a particular character there's a particular shot with his camera where he's pointing it at the beach and uh, somebody again pointed out on YouTube, they like slowed things down and whatever. Um, and you can see a little something that drops into the sea. Uh, and again, there's a lot of possibilities with this because um, the woman that's on board of the, the ship in the third film said about her ship crashing into the sea. 
there's two possibilities, or maybe more. We, we, again, we don't know. Um, it could be that could be her soul crashing into the different dimension because, as she mentioned as well, she is basically not supposed to be there, and she appears after the beam hits the Earth, and when the Earth like disappears or whatever or wherever it goes. So she's possibly not supposed to be there. So what about if um, uh, that's her pod going into the first universe. And that would be kind of a nice crossover. Um, So that's a possibility. The other possibility is that. And this is one that doesn't quite add up as much. Is that that pod that drops into the water in the first film. Is the pod that uh, drops out of the ship in the third film. Because of course it goes past the clouds we see we don't see where it ends up it could end up um on land or something we don't know that yet but you can see where people are trying to make the connection and stuff and i I really like this stuff um that people are trying to come up with um again it's like the film it's like lost for for the film universe um but the difference in that is um that you don't see where Jason has the shot of his camera where the, this thing is dropping into the water. It could be a dead bird or something for all we know. Um, or anything. It could literally be anything. But there's no sighting of the monster. Now when you saw the pod drop in the third film and the monster come up. the There wasn't that much of a gap in terms of physical space. So I would think that a monster that would be that big, um, you would have been able to see it in that shot. Um, but in terms of like them doing time travel and dimension shifting and all this kind of stuff, there's a ton of different options that they could go with. This is just like uh, people come up with different theories. And again, I really like it. This is what I think these films want us to do is to try to connect all these dots together and stuff. I think it's really, really good. Uh, my personal take, I think that that's possibly... Um, the other woman's pod, the one that I mentioned earlier, the one, the woman who said she's not supposed to be there, and she says her um, pod crashes into the water. I think that that's the more likely option, just because the monster isn't there and it doesn't, it doesn't quite add up with the other theory. Um, but I think it'd be really cool if that was her pod, and like we saw the different dimension version of her or something like that. But then again, in the first film, we see past that because the film goes like you know naturally further in time. Um, but again, there's probably like different time shifting and stuff, and I hope they don't complicate this too much because I think that's where Lost literally lost some people. Um, was it just got a bit too complicated? Um, and I understand, like, I'm not saying oh, you didn't follow the series properly because you know, with time travel stuff and different versions of people and pods and monsters, it could all get very confusing, but um, yeah, very, very interesting stuff. You've got like. Um, I I think that the obvious thing that this film does is explain that this beam that comes from this ship does absolutely create these other dimensions and sets these monsters off. So it naturally has to be a prequel because if you remember in the third film they don't they don't mention the jump ahead in time until after that beam comes out. It's almost like the particle accelerator in the Flash um, that like these metahumans don't come about until that happens. I don't think that there's a way um, that the monsters could have been created beforehand. Now, I know there was that news newscasting with um, Detective Bullock from Gotham. I'll just call him that. 
or uh, yeah, th- thingy from Gotham, and he gives us like warnings about this stuff happening. So maybe it was like scientists had some sort of prediction about it, but um, I don't think that means that the monsters happened before. I think the one answer that this film does give, the third one, is that these monsters were created by this blast, and that actually like obviously makes sense because all the changes and all the weird stuff starts happening after that. Um, and if I recall correctly. In the third film, um, the on-the-ground stuff with the monsters doesn't happen until after that. Because it happens a bit early in the film. Um, the, the the blast itself. The on-the-ground story with the woman's husband and that. Um, and the lost child. That doesn't start getting worse until later. So I think it's a def- definite answer that uh, this blast creates all the changes and stuff. Um... I don't know how that could maybe be wrong, but I could be proven wrong. I don't know. I don't write the these films and stuff, so it's hard to tell. So that's my thoughts on the three Cloverfield films so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fourth one, of course, in October. Um, there's apparently a fifth one already in development, which also apparently stars um, Daisy Ridley or Daisy Riley from uh, Star Wars. But I haven't seen... I've only seen one source that's confirmed that, so I, I'm not sure about that. But... Um, yeah, I'm excited for the future of these films, um, especially if there's already a fifth one in development and there's a fourth one out in October. Uh, so that's my thoughts on the Cloverfield films so far. Um, of course, when another one comes out, I'll do uh, a review on that. Um, in between recordings of this of this podcast, I have rewatched uh, the first Cloverfield film, and I'm gonna do a sort of rewatch review uh, and sort of bring up some things from that film. Um, as I rewatched it as well, and then I might do, and then what I might do is dig up some theories from the internet and discuss that in its own little thing. So, look out for those within the next couple of weeks. Not sure when those will be out, but look out for them soon. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you all for listening. Of course, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all of those things. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of usual stuff. Uh, join the Facebook group. Uh, use Stitcher and iTunes and all that kind of stuff. Subscribe to all those feeds, uh, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.